Presenting a new comedy. I'm a substitute Spanish teacher. About intellectuals. Los estudiantes son mis amigos. And their gifted offspring. That boy ain't right. About future Hall of Famers. Watch the ball! What? And expert auto care. Oh, my head! Introducing King of the Hill. Media executive man who talk about every time y'all come on like you did to put on that dang old Melrose place. Boomhauer ain't right. What are you doing, Bobby? Making a reality show. Who wants to marry a Texan? But he's already married. Shh, we don't reveal that until the last episode. Well, why are you filming him changing his Autolite double platinum plugs? He knows things. Like Autolite is the official spark plug of NASCAR. It's part of what makes him a great catch. Autolite, it's time to change your plugs. Dad, how about voting somebody off the driveway? Mind if I join? <gasps> oh, dear Lord. Now you can put family values... I don't think I've seen you guys, kids. Your father and I have done things you can't even imagine. ...in their place. Do you ever have sex anymore? Come on, Bobby. Can't you think of something pleasant? King of the Hill on DVD. Bobby has a girlfriend? All right, son. She's real, right? I mean, she's not imaginary or on a cereal box or anything, is she? From the creators of Beavis and Butthead. What about my supper? I left a carton of cigarettes on the table. Score! Mr. Strickland got up under more balls than a midget hooker. <laughs> Join the family that made relations a dirty word. What do you know about sexual relations? Nothing much. I'm a little worried about being a slut. Uh-huh. Own King of the Hill on DVD today. Can I put a gun rack on my bike? Do you know how long I've been waiting for you to ask me that? Sitcom faithful a Christmas podcast special where for the third time I discuss 25 Christmas sitcom episodes please come and listen every day up through Christmas I'm sure we'll feature Jeannie, the tenors, Nell Harper, Chandler, Big Mr. Roper. It will be dynamite. We'll definitely feature a character who says Dynamite. Happy Saturday night, everybody, and welcome back to the 23rd day. And the last Saturday night of sitcom, are ye faithful? And I sing that not looking directly into the camera because I get a little self-conscious when I am not alone here in the podcasting studio because today I am bringing back a man 
who has been part of Sitcom All Ye Faithful for all three years. In fact, he's been part of Geek Mentality for six different episodes, and he's back for a second year in a row talking Hank Hill. My friend, which I discovered of over, I discovered, I calculated of over 29 years, my friend Jason, how the hell are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm I'm so I'm so pleased to be back here. I'm so pleased to be invited back here. It's an Absolutely. honor. Absolutely. You're doing great work. It's an honor to have you. Thank you very much. And did you know? Tell I don't me. think you knew this. That for the second year in a row, mm-hmm. your day your day 23. I? I looked back last year on the 23rd. I don't know if that's when we recorded it or that's when I posted it, but it was definitely day 23. For us today, it's both. Okay. Because the moment we get off here. Boom, this is going up. All right. I like it. Well, I think that speaks a little bit to um, maybe my tendency to procrastinate. No, no. <laughs> maybe. I bring it down to the wire. No, we, we definitely <gasps> talked earlier, but we usually I start off, I do at least half on my own, and then I start being like, oh, crap, I got to I gotta get everyone involved. And uh, you, you were busy with, quote, unquote, work up until yesterday which now hopefully you're on vacation for the rest of the year. I am on vacation. I'm very excited about this. Me too. I'm very excited and I'm also on vacation. So we calculated that uh, today, the 23rd, would be the optimal day to do the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly how that's we spoke as well. That's exactly, exactly how we said it. Tone. That's the Zoinks. tone in which we used. Yes. Zoinks. Yeah. I see Jimmy Lickers. What day <laughs> should we choose? <laughs> I'd say the 23rd is the optimal winter solstice um, moment. The 23rd even. Stage left. <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast talking about uh, Yogi Bear Christmas today. And of course, Snagglepuss, right? Is that who that is? Is that Snagglepuss? I think it is. I don't I think. know who that is. Even. <laughs> my, even. I thought he was from Top Cat. That's not one of the Top Cat guys. He's a cat, but he's a Snagglepuss cat. He's very different. He's very. He's okay. too much for Top Cat. I thought it was uh, one of Top Cat's. You game. know, that's a Top Cat movie. There's a Top Cat movie. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It was who's somehow <laughs> whose idea was this? <laughs> that's what I say. It is so poorly. Like if you look it up, somehow it was on one of those free Roku channels. And it, it found itself on the te- my television, uh, and it was <laughs> I'm watching decision. it, and I was like, "This looks like a like a final project in a college like animation class." It was it was pretty bad, but you know what is good animation, even though it's old fashioned two D animation. Look at that! See that, that we bring that yeah. now we bring it back, bring so it, it back to King of the Hill because today hmm. we're talking for the second year in a row, King of the Hill. Today we're talking season five, episode eight. Twas the nut before Christmas. Get it? Nut. And I, I have a little uh, uh, a synopsis of the episode that I um, wrote down. And I'm going to say to you right now, Bill, depressed that he doesn't have any mail during Christmas, jumps at the chance to help answer letters to Santa and buy gifts to those in need. He gets so into it that he opens up pretty much a Santa's village in his front yard, a full carnival. And he even keeps it open after Christmas, which ends up leading to some unexpected, well, to Bill, it's unexpected, trouble. This episode originally aired December 17th, 2000. So we're talking 23 years ago, which is shocking. (sighs) 23, the number reappears. Oh, my God. to be. Jim was right. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Carrey was right. Wait, I forgot. It's the 23rd and it's 23 years ago. I thought you were referencing the movie. No. 
a movie I've never seen, but uh, but but now I feel like we have to see it. Maybe we'll see it. We'll see it after this. Twenty yes, twenty three years ago for the twenty. We're oh, we'll be doing and wait till we do this in twenty one years from now. This will be oh wait twenty years from now because we've already done a third year. Doesn't matter. I'm not editing that out. Uh, this episode, Jay, I admit. So last year we talked about King of the Hill, and I said this. I you know I this has passed me by. I missed it. I need to go back and watch this show. And I've watched zero episodes since I said that until this morning. Actually, no, I think I watched it once yesterday and once today. I watched my second full King of the Hill episode, this episode right now. And I have to say, I I chuckled many times, but I laughed out loud two times in this episode. I have them noted here. And both times were lines from Peggy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... She I had a couple I, good lines. She had some good zingers, both, both at Bill's expense. But shall we Shall we just kind of go through the episode? I took copious notes, sure. uh, just kind of walking through everything, pretty much everything that happens in this episode. It starts off where Hank is with uh, his friends, and I love that he he explains to them that he has this specific size area that he has set aside to hide Bobby's mm-hmm. gift. So that's the that's the only criteria of what kind of gift he wants. Something that size that fits in there. Yeah, he wants the uh, guys to take uh, you know keep an eye out. Right, keep an eye out for something that size. Uh, Bill's like Bill says, "What did he say? Um, oh, it must be so nice to have to spend time, you know, or to the magic of Christmas with children. What's it like?" And Dale <laughs> Dale doesn't catch like doesn't catch the like you know pick up on the fact that, that Bill is depressed as he seems to usually be. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's wonderful, but it doesn't even match the fact that you can do it all year round with your children. Uh, Bill just leaves, goes to you know leave, and Hank and sees it, how sad he it's, is. It's interesting because um, that's also a play on the fact that um, Dale's son is not really his son. Either. Right, that's, that's, that is so, the truth, right? So Hank is the only, only one there with an actual um, you know, child. You know, biological so child is the friend. So I know Bobby has two friends. He has um, Claire and oh, Connie, Connie and Joseph. Oh, Connie and Joseph is Joseph Dale's, Joseph is Dale's son? son. Yes, you can see by the resemblance. Sure, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's I remember Dale's talking about son. that. So yeah, and Bill is like, oh, the look on a child's face on Christmas morning. <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> so and of course, then Bill goes to to leave sadly, but Hank. Uh, notices it and invites him to go um, to go spend some time with him and run some errands. Basically, just go to the post office and he says you can put a five dollar bill in the change machine. It'll be like being you know playing the slots. I don't think Bill he doesn't seem too re- receptive to it at first, but he does decide to go there, and that's where he's like, "Wow, I haven't had any mail, not even a letter in six weeks, not even a bill." And it's too early to get your bills online. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe. He's just sad. Yeah, maybe he's he just get anything. Maybe he just gets nothing. A bill. That's a good. I didn't think of yeah. that. But um, but he he um, they discovered that there are letters to Santa that uh, he sees a bag of mail. He thinks maybe some of his mail might be in there, but it's actually letters to Santa. And usually people will take a letter out and fulfill like a needy kid get get him something. Mm-hmm. Uh, bill loves that. He jumps at the idea. He's very into it. Hank even takes one, and Bill. Um, Bill, I think, takes a bunch. We cut over, and there's some. There's one thing I found funny because it wasn't funny, uh, where Peggy's looking for her tape, and 
and, and Hank goes, you fall for Dale's beer to tape every year. And he's genuinely finds it funny. You know, Dale's like, hi, he goes, he has a Santa beer to tape. And Hank was like, ho, ho, ho. like he, yeah, he's eating it up. He loves it. Like, think that's funny. Uh, Bill's there too. <laughs> he's, he's wrapping gifts. Um, and he's very excited to have to wrap gifts, but then he cuts his finger and goes, I cut my finger deep. <laughs> but it doesn't compare to the pain of previous Christmases where he doesn't <laughs> have any children to rap for. So he seems to be looking for the bright side, but oh my God. He is. He just seems like, and these are only, I've only seen these two episodes, but he is a sad sack. Always. Yeah. Oh, always. Always. And it's the great Stephen Root uh, as the voice. Oh, yeah. The great Stephen. So great. Correct. I've talked about him earlier this year with uh, yeah, Jimmy J. Radio. Yep. Uh, so. Bill goes back to the post office and he is discouraged to find out that he doesn't actually get to deliver these gifts. It's trombone. The, right. The, did he say a trombone? A trombone. Okay. I thought that would have been hilarious if he, if he said trombone. Oh. <laughs> I thought that's, but yeah, he, he, he doesn't get to deliver the gifts himself. And he's upset that the, the post office, the post postal worker doesn't dress up like Santa. It's like these kids got to find a way to, to uh, see Santa. And that gives him an idea. We cut over and Bobby sees snow falling, even though it's 65 degrees out. He runs outside and he starts eating this fake snow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something Bobby would do for sure. And they, they end up running over or going over and seeing that uh, Bill actually turned his entire house into a Santa's village right in his front yard. He's giving gifts to kids. Uh, and there's a mom there who wants to pay him, but he won't accept. And that mom wants to give him more than just money. And Bill is completely clueless. For the most part. Uh, we jump back over to um, Christmas or they're back over to the Hill House. And I like that Hank is all excited about different things to watch. But there's like the Aloha Bowl and the Oahu Bowl. Right. College football, high school football. I mean, it's Texas. But I was more interested in what Bobby wanted to watch. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Bobby wanted to see some some SmackDown. Christmas SmackDown. Christmas SmackDown. But I was like, um, Hank, this, this totally, I was like, Hank, uh, Dennis Robin wasn't in WWF. He was in WWF. Yeah. He wouldn't have been on Christmas SmackDown by this point. Now, this, is this precede SmackDown? No, I think SmackDown was like 99 or 98. It was it started on like UPN for a while. I think it was it was already there. That would have been incredible if they just called it Christmas SmackDown and I I mean, I think it could be close. I think last night was an actual I think, I think it they could actually be called, close. I'm going to use the internet right now. I uh, think I think it be, could be close. So WW 23 yeah. years ago. I don't know. It's Smack. 23 years old. Is it 23 years old? I th think so. Not the video game. We were um, still working closely together. It debuted on the UPN in April of 1999. Wow. About a week before I started my job. Which I'm on vacation from right now. Currently. Same, same job. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely... Okay. Referencing, but they didn't say WWF or anything, but they did mention TV 14. And I thought Bobby's only 13. Thought Bobby would be fine today because it's TV PG today. They don't. Is it? 
no, quite as racy as it did as it used to be. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, be. Um, it was beyond PG-13. Quite, yes, it was. Uh, during a, during it, a stretch. Yes, like, yes. There definitely where, where the women would be there for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. The Godfather had a Caresso. whole train. <laughs> he had a whole train. <laughs> They the had a train. Had a, I was like, I always be like, I guess those are local prostitutes they bring in from every town. <laughs> local working girls. <laughs> oh, good times. So uh, we find out that uh, Bill's Christmas Village is getting bigger and bigger, and it's very popular around town. Like there, uh, kids love it. The kids love it, and Bobby it. can't. Uh, the, the hills can't even drive. There's so much traffic. Um, and what I like is the the first time I laughed was the line at nighttime. You can hear they, there's lights blinking all night. And. Um, oh, well, first, before that, the girl, um, the girl, the mother wants to thank Bill by offering him a chicken dinner. He's like, will you eat it with me? Yeah. Super. And, right. And Peggy later on was actually surprised the woman wanted to eat it with him. And she said, you know what? I could put up with this racket from Bill's carnival. If it means, and this was the line that got me, Bill is, is Bill will be spending time with a woman who knows he's there. That line. And I was like, that is an incredible line. Cause you think she thinks that Bill's like, probably like creeping on women looking, you know, following women. Oh, it's, he actually gets to spend time with a woman who knows he's there. I thought that was like incredible. It was. Well, good. just the, my my favorite line. I did laugh one more time with something she says later, but I'll, again at the expense of Bill. Um. So where are we now? Oh, Hank. Uh, Hank says he agrees, but don't worry about it. it the, it's not going to be a big deal because everything will be gone by New Year. But we find out at some point when Hank is taking down his lights, Bill is adding to his uh, his Christmas village with a new Santa bounce house. All right. He says, um, January is the best time to rent when it got a hell of a deal. Uh, and Hank is like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. But he uh, begrudgingly agrees to stop, you know, putting up a fight uh, because don't, don't, don't you want to make the kids happy? And Dale and Bum, I wrote down Boomhauser. Did I write Boom, that? It's Boomhauser. 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 They go and play in the bounce house together. Yeah, they kind of uh, talk. They kind of, you know, side with Bill and I guess Hank, you know, I think he wants to see. He just likes seeing Bill happy because I remember earlier, was it earlier, or when they when Peggy said, um, "All this stuff, you know, what do you think Jesus thinks about all this?" And yeah. he goes, kids are happy, and and Bill's not depressed. I think Jesus is happy. That's another good life in Peggy. She's yeah. like, oh, snow machines and bounce houses. And I, I wonder what Jesus thinks about this. So I'm guessing a couple of weeks have passed since we, from there to, and, and Bill still has this because now we see Bobby's hanging out with Joseph and Connie. Right. When uh, Bill, dressed up as Santa, invites them to play in the bounce house to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Because he was happy Martin Luther King Day to come and celebrate in the bounce house. Like, that's his idea. Like, hey, any excuse? I said, okay, a couple weeks have passed. All right. That's, that's, and, that's, and his Santa suit has gotten considerably more dirty. It's filthy it, at this point. It has. And, and, and then the second time I was like, wait, the way this was worded. So 
the mom shows up uh, to bring the chicken over, and Bill's still dressed as Santa, still has everything going. She's a little freaked out. Uh, he's like, where are the kids? He had no idea this was a date. No, he didn't. The mom's like, uh, I got a sitter. I thought maybe... Uh... And then at that point... She starts looking around. Yeah. She's definitely has no idea what's... She's definitely a little freaked out. And then this little guy goes, all right, I'm headed out. <laughs> and he goes, all right, see you, see you again at 9 a.m. tomorrow. So he obviously has this guy, this little person, dressed, you know, dressed as an elf, working for him. He says he comes with the bounce house. But it's what he called him. He called him, and it's Bill's, word, Bill's words, the Arlen Midget. Meaning that he is this man is known as the only little man little person in town and that is like his title he is the little person of the town well let's right. all admit it he comes with the bounce house and uh this woman completely is like freaked out she leaves and then i didn't realize that he was a bobber so oh, yeah cuz he goes Army. when he says later oh, aren't you going to come next week for the for a haircut I was like, that just seemed weird. Oh, okay. It, it, it. it would seem weird anyway. It, would, yeah. it kind of fit. It, yeah. He's weird. But she goes, no, no, I like my kid's hair long. <laughs> heads out. So I feel like Bill went from the high, high. It seems like he, twice in this episode, any interaction, he jumps it, the chance to keep it and push it. He doesn't even realize he's pushing at, it. At any cost. And the haircut and thing is, you know what's interesting about that is it kind of resolves itself at the end so you get to understand why he said that. But he references it fairly regularly, and a lot of times they wouldn't be that resolution at the end. So you just would have been sitting there going, that's a weird line. Right. I like I, I like knowing that, okay, this is what he, he – he, he's he does work. He does have a, a job, a, a career, and he, he serves this country. Uh, so we do see Bill. You said his, his Santa suit was getting disgusting. disgusting. Actually, there was something in his beard too. And he heads over to the laundromat where he doesn't obviously know how to even do laundry because he shrunk his Santa suit. And you think, well, that's the end of him wearing it. He, wow. runs, he runs into a young man named Wally. Wally, Wally, Wally. Do you know who the voice of Wally is? I don't. That is a young Ryan Philippe. Oh, Ryan. really? There we go. I, I know that. I just looked it up and saw that today. Ryan Philippe as Wally. Uh, Bill's, one of his stronger performances. It was great, yeah. That and MacGruber is his highlight to me. That movie, oof, I could. Did you ever? Did you watch? I didn't see MacGruber. No. MacGruber the movie is incredible, and then MacGruber the series on Peacock, equally incredible. It came wow. out last year. Oh, okay. So dumb. It's the best. And Ryan Phillippe is completely like the straight man. And okay. I highly recommend if you like um, Will. Why can't I remember? Mm-hmm. Will, no. not Will Arnett. Will uh, 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 Last uh, Man Standing. Will. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, that was great too. Uh, Mac. Or last Man on Earth, something like that. Will. Oh, of course, Will Fort. I Will Forte. Will Forte. Will Forte. He was in another. Oh, here's the thing. He was in another um, series, a very short-lived series. It was on a platform. It was like a vertical platform that was around for a very short period of time. Quibby. Quibi, where they find something, theory. they find yes. money in the wall with right. uh, with the D house, from, the house flippers, right? Was it Sunny? Wasn't it D from Sunny in Philadelphia with him? I thought I think, could have been. I think I watched because Roku bought all those. Yes, Roku. so it ended up showing up on the Roku channel. I think I watched like 
one of them at the beginning i was like i need to go back and watch this and then i just never did but i no, watched it because i like both of them yeah it was good he's good so yes oh, I, do, yeah. I do like him as well he always cracks me up so this guy wally back to back to back, uh back to wally freaking philippe you can tell right away this guy's up to no good because he he needs he wants to bum some two bucks off him to dry his jeans over at the other laundromat. He's got a lot of jeans, right? He's got a lot of jeans. It's like you ever have wet jeans, and <laughs> apparently Bill has. Right, it's like it seemed to connect with him, but I feel like he maybe he was just desperate for a human connection because he gave him all the all the. Jeans. I feel I feel like both. And right, exactly. I feel like both. I feel like the human connection element is present. And yeah, he probably wet jeans seems like his thing. Oh yeah. And I didn't realize wet jeans were so bad until I think someone on Survivor jumped in the water with wet jeans or something. One of those. I've seen it somewhere in a movie or something where you know, wet jeans. Not, wet jeans is terrible. I've never I've, I've never tried to swim with jeans. I've I've gotten wet jeans. It's because I get too excited sometimes when I wear jeans. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, it's got a very weak bladder. <laughs> it's exact, yeah. Ooh, you know, that's why the camera only goes stops at my yeah, yeah, right. at my you know. Thank you. Nips. Appreciate that. So uh, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, so we jump back to the the usual hangout with the guys drinking outside, but this time Bill shows up and he still has that Santa suit on, even though it's kind of gross. The colors have run and it's shrunk. He's still wearing it. And Hank had a pretty good line. What? How, it was, I sent you the gift. What the hell was it? Oh, he said, even Troy Aikman takes off his it's, uniform after the Super Bowl. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> it's like, how do you know? Hey. Oh, <laughs> and then he finds out, he goes, you should take that girl like out. I forget where, but take her to, you know, take her someplace. He's like, oh, she's gone. Like, like, yeah. It seems about right. Yeah. Um, Of course she is. Bill, back in his house, he hears people laughing outside, finds out that, uh, it's me, Wally, the little boy from the laundry mat. <laughs> so now How did Wally know, though? How did Wally know? See, at the laundry mat, he said, oh, I'm Bill. I'm the something street Santa. Like, he said the name of the street. That's how he, yes. explained, he explained himself as that Santa. And I was like, He did. But even yeah. so, I'm saying, even so, how do you know that's exactly where to hit him? Oh, like just even like beyond that. I think even right. beyond that, it's like this guy knows him. He's been spying he's, on him and knows he's all like, his weaknesses. This guy's a good con man, a good confidence man. He knew exactly what to do to get mm -hmm. in there. He's like, oh, this guy is hard up for any human yeah. interaction. I will be his son. Wow. Good and job, even as he has other friends, like, can, can you give me money? His other friends say they're hanging out, drinking. They're not smoking. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, Hank sees this guy. Oh, the next day, Hank sees someone ran into his driveway and uh then he goes over he sees uh wally is hitting on i don't know the girl's name is it luann yeah luann that's so luann doesn't live with them uh she does oh okay so that's there yeah. i was i thought it was across the street in the pool no, i was trying to figure out the theirs. whole it's there okay so yeah, he came across and he tried to make a citizen's arrest, etc. Right. He's like, I'll make. I read that this was referencing. He actually did make a citizen's arrest in some other episode. I I read something about that. I may or may not have seen that, but King it, of the Hill, not not out of the character. In the King of the Hill wiki that I found, but yeah, it, Hank's a citizen's arrest guy. Yeah, yeah, he he seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, hundred percent. And he um he says to Luann like, why don't we jump in the pool and see what floats? 
She's stop not... trying to read my T-shirt. <laughs> right. Stop trying to. <laughs> that's a great line. Like he's, he sees her eyes, his eyes, and that's what she thinks. That's too funny. So yeah, Hank confronts the guy. Wally shows his keys that he has keys, and um, that night. Uh, oh, so what? I think Bill's like, yeah. Doesn't Bill tell him? You know, yeah, he gave him the keys, or he's like, sure. fine. I can't do anything about it. Uh, that night, Wally and Bill are together, and now he's really like you could tell i knew something this wasn't on the up and up as he um says he bought bill a belt sander but he's like i haven't been honest with you i told the man at the store that i was buying it for my dad <laughs> i mean wally's good yeah wally's exceptional and bill is complete like the depression that he was in for a minute because the woman was gone is all wiped away because now oh, he yeah can, yeah he's in heaven at this point he can be a dad He's he's a dad now. He's got a family of his own. Yep. And there and he hangs out at the right outside the uh bounty house, uh selling beers to kids. Uh Bobby and his friends show up. Oh the other earlier Bobby didn't want anything to do with the bouncy house because he's no kid. Right. Even though his dad blocked the channel guide uh and won't let him watch Christmas Smackdown. Now he sees um this guy Wally offering him a beer, and he's like, Well, he wants to be a grown up. And he had a great line here. Do you remember what he said here? Where oh. they go, he pulls he pulls the beer up and it's huge. He goes, whoa. He goes, oh, well, I usually drink only 30 ounces. Drink ounce. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so great. Yeah, that was good. And then they're in the, the bounce house and uh, he's like, we could do this every day when we're grown up. They're all drunk. Uh, Hank, sh Hank shows up. He's like, hey, dad. Oh, Wally tells him to, to you know, if you want shake to get one of the, the, the shake it off by bouncing yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, Hank shows up. Bobby says, Hey dad, I like beer. And then he throws up everywhere. S Hank snaps, grabs Wally. Um, you know, what I'm done with this crap. Wally blows smoke in his face. I like Hank, you need to slug this guy, but he doesn't, he barges into Bill's house to yell at him. And um, he says, you know, we're trying to raise kids in this neighborhood, good kids in this neighborhood, not the type of kids who would kill, the type of kids who wouldn't kill their parents in their sleep. Bill had a great comeback. He said, Wally would never kill me. He told me so. Yeah, he told me so. Was, and, and then fantastic. he said, that's the kind of communication, is that kind of communication is very important in a father-son style relationship. Not a father-son <laughs> relationship, a father-son style relationship. It's like, there's like, I didn't realize the show had this sharp little, these little it lines. Is. It's oh. really good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. This was a good episode. No, I'm, I'm, I'm you're two for two with these King of the Hill episodes. King of the, well, I mean, it's easy. I get, yeah. When they're good shows. It's, it's easy. It's a good show. So it's at this point, Hank sees the belt sander and Correct. he's like, that looks an awful lot like his. And, and Bill's like, no, no, he bought it for me. And he looks at the, um, this is great. He looks at the serial number. He says it matches the serial number in the card he carries with him in his wallet. He carries the warranty card of his belt sander with him wherever he goes. Yeah, it's very, it's, everything about that is very Hank. I mean, the writers do a good job of keeping these characters consistent. This is what, who they are. It's not at all, it, it would be, it's not at all unusual that he recognized the belt sander. <laughs> right. And this right. is the type like the having the warranty card is something very important to him. It seems like. Oh, absolutely! Warranty cards. I'm sure he's got probably a, a dozen warranty cards there, um, and probably right. the ones that aren't there are are somewhere safe at home. 
<laughs> There's no library card in there. Just the war- all the warranty cards. Warranty, all his warranty cards. So yeah, it's very Hank, and he's gonna he's gonna uh, be able to even recognize his belt sander on site. Absolutely, and he takes it, and then Bill finally confronts Wally. But even when he confronts him about that and the warranty card, and he goes, probably shouldn't sell beer to kids. Wally doesn't want to admit anything, and actually gets upset with him. And mm-hmm. and uh, the next day, Bill shows up. He's he's mad at, at Hank. He blames Hank because Bill because Wally's gone. And here's where we get my the best line of the show for me. This episode, this line came from Peggy. I wrote, I quoted it. I wrote down, "Poor Bill." He probably shouldn't be alone, but he will be. Yeah. That was, I was like, that is, she doesn't care. She doesn't give a shit about Bill enough to like want to spend time with her. It's like, you know what? But he will be. I just, I wrote, I actually wrote next word LOL because I did. I LOL. You did. You LOL'd on that. Uh, so back outside, oh, drinking. Um, they're drinking again. Bill's <laughs> out of his, his costume. That's out of his, out of his Santa costume. And Dale thinks he solved uh, Bill's problem. Do you remember what he said to solve the issue? No, I know. He said, well, Bill wants a kid. Hank's your... Oh, re- yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. He's a, it was Hank, it's been established already that he's got a, a small urethra. So um, that's a callback from previous episodes. So it's, you know, it's pretty much common knowledge in the, in the, in the universe there. In the Hilliverse. So, in the Hilliverse, yeah. So, yeah. He did. He did suggest that um, Bill impregnate Peggy, which of course leads to Hank punching him punching right in him. The didn't hurt. Didn't hurt him at all. In fact, until he rubs his arm and walks off, calls for his wife. Yeah, I think I assume that's who we call for. I didn't. Yeah, know. Nancy. Good old Nancy. So, Bill races over. We cu- we cut to later at dinner time. And Bill races over. He got a call that Wally got arrested. He's like, for some trumped up charge. Like, he automatically is giving Wally the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he runs to Hank for help to help him bail him out. He doesn't want anything to do with it. He's like, you know what? Uh, it's funny because he came over. He's like, Wally's in trouble. He called me. And he goes, what's wrong with him? He's in jail. And he goes, yes. <laughs> right. He knew it exactly. He nailed it. And um, he's like, uh, you don't. You always do the right thing. But if you didn't, I would help you. So he totally guilted him <laughs> and can you drive because wally still has my car so he after even after all that he either let wally drive take his car or he had the keys already and wally took his car he never brought it back essentially never brought it back he got found with uh the car was filled with cigarettes and jerky and he bought that all using bill's credit card uh bill said oh wally's like the, the jerky was for you and he's like what do i do hank if i lock him up he won't like me but if I don't and he keeps stealing my stuff, I won't like him. So he at least he's starting to realize, you know, I can't just let this kid, this young man. Well, I don't even mm-hmm. know what he's supposed to be. But um, he's got to be at least 18 or 21 if he's buying beer. Uh, they finally come up with a good plan. And we see the episode ends with Wally sitting in Bill's barber chair. Wally shave. I mean, Bill shaves Wally's head. Hank tells him also to shave the beard. Bill convinced the judge to avoid jail time to let Wally join the army. Wally's like, I'm going to be a jarhead. He's like, no, no, that's the Marines. You're going to be a grunt. Grunt. He tells it, Bobby, if you, if you ever get caught drinking again, it'll be his butt in that chair. But Bobby's hair is almost, almost looks like that already. Bobby wouldn't last. He wouldn't be. He's, he wouldn't be medically fit. <laughs> yeah, he would not. No, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't pass basic training. 
Oh. He tried to do a push-up for his punishment. I tried That's to do true. a push-up. Oh, that was another thing Peggy said. She, she, he goes, I woke him up and he thought his, uh, his hangover, hangover. was enough. Oh, and so, so I flipped his mattress over, flipped him out of his mattress. I was like, she's, I, I don't like, I didn't know what to expect with Peggy. I don't know if she was just the housewife. But... No, Peggy's very, very hilarious as well. Yeah. Very hilarious. This is like a four out of 10 for Peggy. Peggy goes way higher oh, yeah. than this. Oh yeah. Some Peggy episodes are crazy. So, and that's where the episode ends. That Correct. is, that is it. And the episode, um, this now I've watched two King of the Hills ep- episodes. And now the question is mm-hmm. next year at this time, cause it's a good chance it'll be the 23rd again. There's a, I'm assuming a solid chance that you might suggest King of the Hill again. You might yeah, not I say, why not? No, I think I will. Why not? But They've got enough. I wonder if yeah. between that time and this time, or this time and that time, I guess that's how time works. Yeah. Uh, will I have watched another episode of King of the Hill, or will I be waiting until it's another? I just watched the Christmas episodes of King of the Hill. No, I'd put my money. The safe money is no. You won't watch another episode. You've got a full plate. You're probably you've right. got Jogus. You've got the song movie. Jogus is now um, is now complete with Jogus Four: The Revenge. There's, unless I bring it back and just go back to the original, but I think that's the end of Jogist as we know it. Marchy McFly, we've got one final. I'm going to watch the cartoons. Okay. So if you're up for it, I'll see you then. I'll see you then. I've got to watch these cartoons apparently. Yeah, I got I have one that I have that I found. I might buy the DVDs and just rip them all. Um, Throw them on a little plex or something. You know, I mean, I didn't say that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, yeah. things happen. So, I, but then, like, I'm also well. Then I got all the all the other podcasts outside of this podcast that, for some reason, I keep doing, keep going. Ah, and and um, yeah, Mandalorian. I don't know. That's going to come back at some point. That's right. So I'll be busy enough. But You'll I'll, be busy. And now so I'm watching Lego Masters Australia. That's all I watch now. Really? Yes. Yeah, do you know? Are you familiar with the show Lego Masters on Fox? I watched one. I watched one yesterday with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. So the guy, the, the yes, that was the Christmas holiday spectacular. <laughs> so I started watching it because I found out about the show because the judge, Brickmaster Jamie. I went to school from first grade through high school. Oh yeah, you did mention yeah. that. So I started watching for him, and I was like, I really like this show. And so on, um, on, on his birthday on Facebook, Facebook, I always say happy birthday, Brickmaster. He's probably like, Oh God, again, hilarious. But then I was like, wait a second, there's an Australian version that came out first. Let me go on Tubi and watch one episode, 40 episodes. Really? And they're like, Oh, there's three seasons on Tubi. I blaze, blaze with that. Now I'm on some, some back backwards, Australian streaming channel that it has the seasons four and five. Damn it. I'm going through them. I don't know. I don't know why. A month to that? What about? Um... No, no pod. That's that's the freedom of like I'm just watching this and podcasting about it. Yet there's part of me that wants, like I mentioned to my brother, I go, I should do a podcast called Citizen on Citizen on Patrol, where I go through all the Police Academy movies, and then the series, and then the cartoon. I was like, oh, I don't want to do that, but I do want to do it. I don't, and I do. And now, I'm I'm like. These, these, even though it's still the audio, I'm almost more into the YouTube numbers than I am the podcast. Okay. Because every episode now, 
you, I didn't realize this. You could take, so the podcast, you get like an RSS feed and you can put it, you, that's how you send it to iTunes and all these different things. And it just shows like it updates whenever you add a new show. You can put that on YouTube and it automatically generates a video. So that's why like for the last month or like the YouTube, my, the fans, not experts on YouTube. Everyone knows about that. Like the it's, it gets a video every day now. It just automatically posts. Like maybe 10 minutes after I post it, it shows up on YouTube. I'm like, yes. People actually find it there. People actually are commenting on, give me a break. Oh, I, well. Well, uh, just so you know. Yes. Give you some feedback. I have been um, listening via YouTube. I think I, I may have only gone through Spotify once, but I've primarily been on YouTube. It's, oh, thank you. Uh, See, it's working. quite a few episodes. I listened to the give me a break. Um, that that was excellent. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. I'll um, pass that on to Eric too, if he's unless he's listening. Yeah, but fantastic. It, Great work. It made guys. me like I was like I thought Nell Carter was going to be Nell Harper was going to be so much more likable. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't the case. No, no, no. You're right. All that information was was incredible. I mean, who doesn't like Joey Lawrence? Right. But I mean, even in the even on the show, and never mind like the real life stuff. I'm like the character on the show. I was like, she is throwing a temper tantrum smashing these he's a police officer he needs to work i mean sure kids shouldn't be you know babysitting someone on christmas eve but yeah interesting stuff interesting stuff i mean um thank you for finding i i did listen to a couple what i what i found what i found interesting thus far many things yes oh yes please but what i found noteworthy thus far is you mentioned one mr gordon jump more than once well i mean in addition to mentioning <laughs> one, one cannot mention a Mr. Gordon Jump without referencing Dudley. Dudley, that's where I think you it can't. That's where I think it came up when I was talking with Eric. I think about you know Dudley, Dudley, Diddley, Dudley, Diddley. Well, I mean, I mean, it was uh, it was organic with respect to the the conversation about right. the P in Cincinnati. Yes, that is the only two places I know Gordon Jump from. Well, unless you count the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Then how? That's true. That's true. And um, but his his claim to fame apparently, um, if for those who don't know him, and know him now, he <laughs> <laughs> would go. Yeah, there's a footnote that apparently um Mike has created to be uh, a headline. With respect, and I'm here for it because you know what? That made a very big impact on me. And I think it's even podcast worthy. I think you should have a series that talks about uncomfortable, awkward episodes in sitcoms dealing with adult subject matter inappropriately. See, I like that. That would be a very special episode. That's the end of the show. I think a lot of series have those. Oh, yeah. I think a ton of series have those. There was a. So my cousin and I, we had this whole idea for a podcast. We came up with the name. We came up with the concept. I don't think we ever recorded one episode. I even wrote a theme song. It was the episode. The show was going to be called The Darkest Episode. Okay. All right. It, but it, what, but the difference was, is that they weren't real. So we were coming, we, we assign each other a show and you oh. have to, what would be the dark, premise, the darkest episode, like the worst and yeah, he had. We had some. We had some real bad ones. Because that that seems like it would be uh, fantastic, but it also seems that it would be more challenging. Than yeah, reviewing, to, finding, and watching and reviewing. 
Yeah, my my most the one I was most proud of was the show was called Just the Eight of Us. So the and whole show doesn't exist. No, the the never happened. None of it happened. Wow. So I I thought this well, no. the show exists, but the well, episode no. you would create. Well, do you do you remember Just the Ten of Us? No, I remember Eight is Enough. Oh, see, there was a show. See, this was this was a show. There was a show called Just the Ten of Us, where it was Coach Lubbock from Growing Pains went on to have his own family with uh, eight children. Mm -hmm. So my idea for the darkest episode was the reboot and it'd be called just the eight of us where the eight children need to uh, solve their parents murder. So that's why there's only eight instead of 10. Mm. It fell flat with my cousin too. It's just, you know, it, I'm still proud of it. <laughs> I'm going to go to, no, the, there's, I, I like it. I like it. We had, but do, do you need to, to, at that point, create an entire episode? Oh no, we would just talk. Just, we would just come up with the premise of the ideas, like point, you know, pinpoints, talking about that show. So this is episode. just not a series. This is one podcast. Oh no, yeah, was, you guys go through a we bunch would, of different. Every, no, every episode would have been talking about one show each. Like, okay. oh, this week, you know, you have Golden Girls. What happens? Which one of them dies, or something like, you know, like something mm -hmm. like that. We'd we'd come up with, uh, and we we were like going so bad. They were like, yeah, we're going to put this on a separate feed and not use our names and just do see, see if anyone notices. But it never happened. Okay. Never did. All right. I, I think, it, I think so, there's a lot of potential there. Very similar to uh, that idea. But yeah, I, I, I like, I'd like i like to hear you talk about that episode uh, with Dudley and uh, Arnold get uh, pseudo-molested. I'd like to hear that. And if, if, I, if I forgot to kind of pitch an entire series just so I can get to that episode. Right, just to that episode, episode 100. That's what I'm going to do. I want to hear that episode. So I, I'll be like, I, in my mind, I'm like, how do I get Mike yeah. to do this? Oh, yeah, like, I got a great idea. <laughs> Little known fact, uh, Gordon Jump would go to fan, to different stroke uh, fan festivals and sign bicycles. Listen, I made, this I made guy, that one up. I made that, that up. was a tremendous, he should. It was tremendous. It, it impacted me greatly. He seduced them with, with promises of wine and pizza. And for men, much of my childhood, all the way up to adulthood, I thought that was some shit like, that goes together. Like, oh, I'm going to have pizza and wine tonight because it, like, it goes together. It's a perfect pairing. That's what adults Jordan like. Gump, Jordan, um, Gordon Jump told me so. That's... And as, an, as a child, I was like, I want to be an adult. Because when I'm an adult, I'll have pizza and I'll have wine with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what adults do. Because, yeah, adults want that. They that liked is. it. Dudley and, and Arnold liked it. They were like, oh, this is good. This Didn't, is good stuff. Yeah. I forget. I feel like I've seen that. I forget what else. And they took their shirts off. It was that's wild. I, I want to hear this episode. I want to hear it. They, they went in the bathroom when it came out shirtless. We should just do a podcast called Different Strokes Episode There's That and have every episode talk about that. You know, like, have you ever heard, there's this podcast called Star Wars Minute. There's all minute where every episode, they talk about one minute of Star Wars. They'll talk about what happened in that minute and then kind of expand on that. And they'll, I like it. And I'm just doing one minute of, of that, that particular episode of that particular episode, a 30 or 25 minute, uh, 25 podcast episode. It podcast. would be so incredible. Imagine the minute before they come out shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. That's the end of this minute, but wait until next time. We're going to get there. We're good. It's going to be the big minute, guys. The minute you've all been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Will Dudley, <laughs> yeah, will, will he come out? <laughs> will Dudley still be able to wear white at his wedding? 
<laughs> we're gonna see if we're moments away from Dudley's abs. <laughs> it does, and it's it's Arnold that figures out. Arnold's the, like, wait a minute, I'm not for this. Dudley's like, man, this feels right. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on, boy. Arnold is immediately like, he's kind of like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I like the pizza. I like the wine. These magazines. I too. I was like, man, all of this is good. He's like, man, but our shirts are off now. I don't know if I like this. There's no reason for my shirt to be off because I'm not hot. It's like we're just reading magazines and eating pizza. I don't know. I've never done this shirtless. He's like, man, I can't wait to do this again shirtless. This is what I've been waiting for. What were the magazines? Wasn't this something like... They were like new, they were like Playboys. Or okay, something. yeah. Oh my God! Arnold's holding them upside down. Dudley's like, turn this around. That's good. That could be Dudley, up someday. Dudley, Dudley, Dudley definitely um, was going to have an adventurous uh, teenage experience because his moral compass was not quite tuned. Not, not there. He wasn't picking up on things. He was. No, I don't even very think he was happy to be rescued. Like, oh man! <laughs> he showed up. He's like, ah. "Can I still get pizza? Yeah. Do I have to put my shirt back on?" I'll see you next week, sir. I'll be back. So, did that guy ever get? Impre- I, I gotta find where this is streaming someplace. Man, you- it's a hell of an episode, and it really—I'm sure because every time you talk about it, you've talked about it twice. It comes I mean, up. It, it came up twice, and I'm like, damn. Because I'm thinking, man, this thing, it's an episode I think about frequently. Almost every time I have pizza and or wine. And that's the regular basis. That's, week, that's twice weekly. I'm like, man, go ahead and jump, man. Go ahead and jump. You go to the, that's the name, that's the, the, the name of the meal. The, the Gordon Jump. Uh, yeah, the Gordon Jump. I used to go to Papa Gordon Gordon Jump. Give me the Gordon Jump. Like, excuse me? And you take your shirt off, I'm ready. I used to wander into the bicycle shop, just wander around, wait for somebody to offer me wine and pizza. Anybody, boy, oh boy, it's hot in here. <laughs> Nobody else want to take their shirt off? Nobody else? You come in with a pizza and a box of wine. <laughs> anybody? Anybody? I got my shirt over my shoulder, but I got fell off. <laughs> boy, I would. Lo- you got a magazine I could possibly read, peruse? No, not that magazine. In the back. No, there's too many clothes in this magazine. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there as an idea. I don't know. You that can is take it from tremendous. There. I would enjoy that episode in minute form, full length. I don't know however you want to do it, um, but yeah, it, it it pretty much it pretty much drives me at this point. <laughs> and what's more Christmas than that? Nothing. That's that's where I just did. I don't know. You brought it back. You managed to bring it back. I don't even know how I managed. I I. I must have brought it up last year too when I did the different strokes episode. You've brought you've brought it up, and I don't blame you. Okay, I, I was like, maybe I, the, I, yeah. I, be, I fight almost on a weekly basis to not bring it up. <laughs> Your wife gets pizza. Yeah, I'm, like, at, no, I'm no. at work and they're having lunch and lunch, and I'm like, Mm-mm. all that's missing is the wine. <laughs> My shirt's about to come <laughs> off. Like, no, not again. HR, talk to you about this. Yeah. Just- so I'm glad. I feel like a kinship. I'm like, yeah, Mike's my guy. He gets it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets it. Gordon jumps on things, but nothing like that. We just have to, one episode is just us watching the episode, giving commentary. Here it goes. Here it goes. There, there, goes, goes, the there goes the other shirt. Oh! <laughs> I 
<laughs> Arnold's like, let's get out of here. Dudley's like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, why? What's wrong? Uh, yeah, I'm thirsty. My belly feels warm. Am I missing something? This is going great. It's the yeah. best, best adult I've ever met. Finally. Was he a bicycle? And my dad was really? like an abuser. <laughs> this guy's even, his dad did something. What was his dad doing? His, Dudley, his dad can't. You're right. There was, was that his episode dad doing too. Something. Yes, his dad. No, his dad couldn't stop smoking cigarettes. My dad's been giving me cancer secondhandedly. <laughs> he can't catch a break. I can't catch a break. It's better than that. At least this guy's trying to molest me in a smoke-free environment. Right. This guy's giving me attention. You know. When's the last? My time? lungs have never felt better. When's the last time my dad hugged me? Long. My dad reeks. Smells like Marlboro. This guy smells like pepperoni and wine. Grapes and, and hey. Napoli. My two favorite things. Oh, my God. Oh, what a great, great show. Oh, that needs a month. Maybe I'll do a month. I'm going to do a month of different strokes. I'm going to call it, um, is there a month that begins with D? No. What about S? Um, no. Neither one of so those. September. Different, different strokes. September. Strokes. Roll that's alliteration. Yeah. That sounds terrible, though. Different strokes, folks. Jokes, uh, different, different. Um, well, you can, uh, well, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some man who's born. He's a man of means, and me, okay, yeah. I don't know. There's, um, they got nothing but the jeans. How about that? How about we call it nothing but the jeans? Hey, wait, um. Drummond, 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 Drummond. I'm still trying to come up with a month that that has a good pun for Goonies. <gasps> Did I say that? <gasps> oh wow! It's been th- I've been thought thinking about that for a couple of years though, so there's nothing imminent on the horizon just yet. Yet. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to that. But um, that'll be good. Thank you. So, Anything with um, anytime you can incorporate um, Corey um, Feldman into oh, anything that yes, anything at all. Corey I could do Feldman. a whole. I would be able to do a full episode on on the time we went to see him in concert. So you've got be... yes, you've got um, Goonies, you've got Gremlins, you've got the concert experience. He's got a lot of YouTube videos of him dancing like Michael Jackson. There's Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Four, the greatest. Uh, uh, dream a little dream, um, two I, and one. <laughs> there's meatballs, enough there. Meatballs four, or meatballs wow. three. I don't know. He's he's in some bad. It, it was at this point, yeah. He was already on his way to bad stuff. Ooh, Corey Feld. Uh, just an episode. Just a podcast on Corey Feldman. Yeah. Um, and that's the name. Like I did a a Madman podcast, and I called it yeah. Made Man. I'll call this one Mad Feldman. Feldman. I'm the Feldman. Okay. And then to uh, that. Kyle Bunga, I'll, really I'll do I'll do the uh, TMNT, the Ninja Turtles, because he was he was Michelangelo, wasn't he? Really? Dude. Wow, you really know this guy. You know I, I mean, I don't know. I don't mess around. You want to no, see? Clearly, not. I was going to say Silver Bullet, but that's Corey Haim. Uh, then I'll watch the episode of Alice where he's on it. He was on a little league team. Corey Feldman was in the in in Mel's Diner on a little wow. league team. Why do I know that? I have I no think, idea. I don't think I don't think anybody knows as much about him as you do. That is, um, I know he doesn't you, know that much about himself. Even even uh, Mitch 
Feldman, his dad, I don't know what his dad oh name is. doesn't even know that much. <laughs> well, what an episode of King of the Hill, huh? I mean, I'm I'm gonna this is what we call bringing it in for a yeah. smooth landing. Yeah, you keep wrapping this up really like a really oh, I, tight bow. Tight, tight bow. The tightest uh, of bows. Yeah, we don't have to go, but the podcast is getting ready to call it an evening. Um Jason. Yeah. Thank you for joining me again. This is one of my favorite nights in December. Thank you so much. It is it has been a pleasure. And this this episode went places I wasn't expecting. It always and, does, though, Michael. And that's the best. That is the best. That's you can't just do. twenty two minutes we of that episode. Yes, yes, we went through it pretty pretty detailed too. Oh yeah. But um, we went where. Uh, no man thought we would go. We went where one man, Gordon Jump, wanted to go. Yeah, where he wanted, where Dudley wanted to let him go. Dudley was willing. He was, yeah. He was. That was his his defense in court. He's like, Judge, the boy wanted it. <laughs> he was very receptive. Into it. The judge is like, is that true, Dudley? And Dudley's there, like he's got a shirt off in the court <laughs> with his butt. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. Maybe. What adjourned, innocent. And then he carries he Dudley carries him out like officer and a gentleman at the end. Dudley, that's the end. That's the that's the end of the uh, that's, end that's the end the, of the world. Um, that <laughs> the goes the with world. the other podcast with the um. Well, no, it's another. Well, that's true. Yeah, it would it be, be similar to that. That similar yeah. to that, right? Not exactly the same. Yes. Well, well, well. You're gonna have to land this again. Bring it back. We're gonna in. bring it back. Put another bow on this thing, man. Uh, speaking keeps, of uh, keep this back. Yeah. speaking of court, yeah, this month I was in jury duty. There we go, and that, and we also did sitcom all you faithful. Day twenty three in the books. Uh, this one's getting up. I'm I'm going to put this up as soon as possible. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or throw out there or anything at all? I got nothing going on in my personal life whatsoever. <laughs> That's that is the way that sounds me neither, except that I just keep doing these podcasts left and right. So I will say to everyone, you can find me on Twitter mm. because that's what I call it. Instagram mm -hmm. blue sky, which I mm -hmm. just uh, told Jay about today mm -hmm. threads yeah. and mastodon.social at geek mentality. Actually on blue sky. I'm not that I'm Mikey dash C look at that. I didn't even get that right. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. I don't do a lot there, but I post these posts there. And the website is fansnotexperts.com. We have two days left in this crazy, crazy podcast adventure. And I hope you will join me uh, for these final two days. And Jay, I hope you will join me next year to do this all over again. But until then, and until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song this is my podcast i made it geek mentality is what i named it and i think you should listen and subscribe because i'm kind of funny and awesome i think that i'm worth your time and i'm kind of handsome my mom says please listen and please subscribe at least listen to this Episode. That's not experts. <laughs>